welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. And this is episode 103, and we're looking at Tekken Tag Tournament for the PlayStation 2. Yes, this was the reason that you wanted to get a PlayStation 2, because this game was so good. Because Tekken 8 has literally just dropped to really positive reviews, and I decided, well, let's get a Tekken game out, shall we? And a good one. We do have Tekken 1 in the bank, but I thought, no, let's actually use a good Tekken game. And Tekken Tag was chosen. This week, I am joined by Mr. Jake McCauley. Now, Jake did Tekken 3 back in the day when we really first started this podcast, and he absolutely loves it. He was adamant I want to do Tekken Tag. Literally, I have him and Rage and Demon fighting for the Tekken games. It's great. Like, no, I want to do this one. I want to do this one. So Jake did Tekken Tag. Yes, Rage and Demon, he did Tekken 1, so that will get its airing one day. Now, if you are just here... For the Tekken stuff, maybe go about half an hour down the line, but please stay. We try and have a bit of fun. We try and play a few games and have a bit of laughs and try and cheer me up or stress me out. It goes either way. But yeah, that's it, about 30, 40 minutes down the line. Now, let's get the plugs out of the way first, shall we? Uh, if you want to support the show, wherever you're listening to this, please give it a five-star review. Please tell me I'm good. Please tell me I'm crap. It just helps get on the algorithm because that's the main thing of getting people out there and whenever you see it come up on your socials on x please just give it a share again it helps to get it out there if you want to support the show financially you can do on patreon at patreon.com forward slash retro wars where for one dollar each month you get access to your own show called dlc this could be top 10s modern day game reviews and gaming events and as a bit of a sneak peek, this is episode 74 and my top 10 important Smash Brothers characters. The amount of guessing that went behind, like, who could these five characters be? Who could these six characters be? And when a Smash reveal actually happened, it was amazing. Some people were always happy with them. Some people were sad about them. What I used to love was watching the Nintendo store in America and having their reactions there. Like, you used to have so many people gathered around the screen. And I've been there. And then everyone jumping on the bandwagon going, oh, my God! And just seeing their reactions was so, so good. I would have loved to be there for some of them. And that was episode 74 of my 10 most important Smash Brothers characters. Now, for episode 75, there was a state of play. Yes, Sony did a state of play, and there were quite a few announcements, so I'm going to be going through that in depth. In depth, I'll be going through every trailer, so that'll be coming out this week. Well, next week. Now, also to let you know that 5% of all our Patreon fund each month goes to a UK charity called Get Well Gamers, and they help provide games and consoles to 150 children's wards across the UK. So far, we've only raised about $1.70 Australian, which I know is tiny, but I'm hoping the more patrons get on board, that number is just going to grow each month, and we can start donating games itself and maybe consoles. Additionally, I am on YouTube, so if you can find me on YouTube forward slash RetroWars, if you go find me and subscribe on there and we get to the 1,000 mark, I start getting paid for that. And again, same thing, I will donate 5% each month will go to the fund. 
If you do have any games you want to direct, donate directly to the charity, they'd really appreciate it. And the link is in the description below. Now, what else do you get for your money? Well, you get the chance to access our own Discord and join the Smut Squad. You get the chance to message me one-on-one, take part in all our games of 16-bit nonsense, survive or die, DLC, or comment on our game of the week, and I probably won't be able to pronounce your names. Right, let's move into our first section, shall we? Which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. Sixteen bits of nonsense is our letter section where you guys can pretty much ask whatever you want, and that is completely it because this is the first question we have. Raging Demon says, "Danny, leader of the Saturn Smut Squad, or is it Leader Chris? Because of the contribution to the much lauded praise Saturn channel, maybe it's Captain N, the creator of said channel." Put a comma. It's like Ron Burgundy. I'll read anything on the teleprompter. Put a comma there, Raging Demon. Yeah. So to basically just sum that little bit up. The this our Discord, the most popular section is the Saturn Smut Squad section, the Praise Saturn channel. That's the most popular bit we've got on. It gets like the most traction, and I try not to get involved. I just let them have their little thing. So if you like Saturn games, there is a haven for you here. Not that it's ever going to be on the freaking show. <sighs> anyway, I digress. I'm bringing up the Smut this week. Aaliyah from Fire Emblem Engage has red and blue perfectly streaked and styled hair. If one assumes that this hair colour is natural, does the carpet match the drapes? Whether one is into male or females, yes, because Aaliyah can be male or female. I think it would be a massive shame to remove said carpet and have polished concrete given how unique it is, don't you agree? Anyway, I've managed to talk... I managed to make all this way without an objection. So just in case I am not clear, I'm talking about the grooming of pubic hair around... For objection! There's your objections. Freaking hell. Right. Okay, I'm going to spoil some fun here. Because he... Right. I'll give a bit of backstory. Raging Demon put this on another page. And it got linked to me as if, as if Danny would say this. And I said, bring it on. And he did. You bastard. I can really spoil this one a little bit. So, spoiler for anyone who's not played Fire Emblem Engage. This actually, I've just made it sound like I know actually what it is. Like, I am assuming, I'll make that very clear. There's no scene during Fire Emblem where Aaliyah gets the kit off. And you can perfectly see Bush. That's not one of the actual story beats. So, again, spoiler, you ready? Aaliyah originally had red hair. She was one of the bad guys. Uh, she was having her mind warped. And then, as the story progressed, the the dragon ha basically tried to give her influence to her and wasn't able to fully do it, but gave her blue hair, gave her the blue streaks. So I am going to assume everything matches the top, so it's going to have the same pattern down below. Because it's hair at the end of the day. I'm saying every hair, armpit hair, you know, any sort of hair like that, it's going to be red and blue. Okay. There we go. Not as fun as you thought I was going to say. And I'll make this very clear. It's still me assuming. I don't know what goes on down there. I I don't want to know what goes on down there. That really is bringing, lowering the um, state of this channel. But thank you. For God's sake. What has this show become? It's absolute farce. Captain N says, Dig Dug Danny. Since you live in Australia... 
Do you have to put the tyres on your car upside down? No, no, no. I have been talking to scientists and top experts in the field and they all keep saying the same thing. How do you get this number? Seriously though, I have been enjoying the show as of late and I wanted to let you know from the day you started today you've developed as a true pod- uh, developed as a top podcaster. Cheers. Oh, thanks Captain N. To be honest, I think whilst I do take that, you know, positive message really nicely, I still think I'm not. I still think I have a long way to go. You know, it's that kind of thing where whenever you think you've reached the top, I just need to grind. I know it sounds ridiculous the amount I try and do, but I need to work harder. I need to work so much harder. There's so many areas I can improve on. There's so many areas I can get better at and getting this show to where it can be. And it's making sure that every morning I'm up and I'm gaming and I'm doing something for this channel. Like I want this to be my baby. I want this to be my full-time job. I really do. I'd love to get to the stage where I can, like other podcasts, I can release a show a week. I want to get to that stage where I wake up in the morning, what am I going to do? Right, I'm releasing a podcast. I'm doing bits for the YouTube, like, full-time. I'd love that. But there's going to be so much effort that goes in. And that's not to say I'm going to give up. I'm not. I'm not giving up. Like, I want this show to be going for another 10 years. I really do. Although that means that's 500 episodes, so I've got to play 500 video games. Jesus Christ. Thank God you've got the Sonic collections and the Mega uh, Mega Man collections have like a hundred games each, and you could do them in about ten minutes. I know I don't, you know, I'm kind of taking the piss there, but there's at least a lot of them. Thank God for Bomberman as well. We need a Bomberman episode on the show. God, we need a Bomberman episode on the show. But I honestly, seriously, going back to it, I really do appreciate the message, Captain N. I do appreciate the support you've given me. I just feel that I don't take compliments well in the sense of because I think I can do better. And that's always going to be the case. I think I can do better. I know I can do better. And I want to make it better for you guys. Because ultimately, if the better show I put out, the more you'll enjoy it. So that's just maybe that's a thing I need to work on myself. But yeah, there's, like it's 6 o'clock in the morning at the moment. I've been, that's why I've changed it to 5. 5 and 6 o'clock in the morning. So I try and do all my recordings. So just so I can exercise and you know basically do more stuff as well. All right. Dave McGee says, Dear Dan, give me $10 and I'll beat up all the Saturn Smut Squad. I don't think that $10 is going to go up very well. Like, fair enough. You know, you can give you the $10 and you can start doing like a Liam Neeson or Kermit the Frog. I will find you. I have a certain set of skills. I will use them and I will find you and I will kill you. um, So you could try that. But I think the costs you're going to actually take and have to be burdened with are going to be more than $10. Because bear in mind, you're going to have to go to, you know, Canada. We obviously live there. Um, you're going to have to go to America, you're going to have to go to Britain, you're going to have to kill some of my relatives, you're going to have to go to Australia. So you've got quite a little bit. And if anyone joins up recently, because I get I get like the metrics of where people listen from, and I get some random countries. So if any of them decide to, you know, anyone from the Philippines, from India, actually, yeah, please anyone, if you're listening from India, from the Philippines, or anywhere like that, please subscribe to our Patreon, because that just means Dave McGee's, his flight costs are going to go through the roof. It's like, where the hell is Carmen San Diego? Where the hell is Dave McGee? That's where it's going to be. <laughs> Running around the world. Chris Coppelin says, Chuck's Ring of Smut. Are there many Master System games that you prefer over the Mega Drive counterparts? Also, how do you say SMS? 
You say Euros. Oh, yeah, like the NES as NES and, and SNES like SNES. So it's SMS SMS. No, we don't ever say SMS or SMS. It's England or Europe. It's always been referred to as just Master System. We've just all, I have never known it as anything else. I've always just called it Master System. And I probably say SMS. Because I wouldn't, if, if someone had said, like, even starting this, what the hell is SMS? I wouldn't have a bloody clue. But yeah, the, the NES is all, the NES has always been the NES and then the SNES. So I find it hard because I start, I've started in this show going SNES now. I'm like, damn it. Damn it. I'm being influenced. Um, Mega Drive? We don't go, we don't go MD or I don't know. Mud? No, there's no you. I don't know. Shut up. You confuse me, Chris. Storm Beagle says, I've caught only a select few shiny Pokemon in the mainline games, not counting Pokemon Go. What is your best favorite shiny you've ever caught? Mine is Gyarados, and it's the reason I'm not going to restart my Pokemon Shield file. Um, My favorite shiny is uh, Rayquaza. Mega Rayquaza is literally, I will melt over how beautiful that thing is. And same for um, Primal Groudon. Primal Groudon is like that, that black just makes everything look so cool. Oh, just so beautiful. As for what is the f- best one I've caught, I've not caught. Considering the amount of Pokemon uh, games I've played and the amount of time I've sank into it, I've barely ever caught Shinies. Very rarely have I caught Shinies. So I would say my favorite is Gyarados. It is. I just love the color contrast. It is absolutely gorgeous. That, you know, that blue to the red. It just works so well. Uh, I think there was like, there's a mat you can get, you know, like a, a computer mat, and it's of the um, Shining Gyarados card. And I think it's a, it's a fisherman looking up at this red Gyarados. Holy shit, I would like that one day. Although I keep looking, like, I think it's just going to be Final Fantasy ones I keep getting, but fuck, that is a gorgeous card. I do want that Shining Gyarados card at some point because I love it. I do like that card. All right, thank you very much for writing in, guys. Really do appreciate it. Let's move on to our new section, which we call Patch 103. Patch 103 is our weekly news section where I look at what's been going on in the world of gaming and give my own thoughts to it. So, a few stories this week, and I'm going to go to rant on one of them. I really will be. Uh, as I said, State of Play, that has been announced. I didn't even know there was one coming. But January State of Play from Sony came at the end of the month, and I will be talking about this on DLC, but all I can say is a freebie. Sonic! Sonic! Yeah, Sonic Generations is coming back. They're making a remastered version of this, which is the tits. Uh, I've never actually played Sonic Generations. I've got it. I just haven't ever played it, which is now really bugging me. It's like, why didn't I play that game? Because it's meant to be amazing. But now they're adding a shadow section to it. It looks like it's all going to be shadow in the 3D world. It'd be interesting to see if they make a like a old school shadow. That'd be cool if they do that. I mean, who's to say they won't? It'd just be quite cool to see a little mini shadow running around. But there's also not to say if they're going to start bringing other characters in as DLC. Who's to say they won't bring a Knuckles level in? I don't, 
I don't know. We'll wait and see. But I am very excited for Sonic. I am very... I, I like the direction where Sonic's been going recently. Oh, ho, ho. bring it on. That's all I can say. All right. So, Hi-Fi Rush. Now, remember how I praised this game for the Microsoft... For, for the Microsoft, for the Xbox, and thought, this is what Microsoft need to do because it's an exclusive. That's how you get people to your console. Well... It could be going to other consoles. It could be coming to the PlayStation and Nintendo Switch because there have been data mines done to the game and they found T-shirts in the game's anniversary update. And it looks like there are T-shirts which they don't doesn't say exactly that it's coming. But there's a red shirt in there saying Rock Out Anywhere. Yeah, I, I think that could be Nintendo. And then there's another one, a blue one, um, which basically says, like, I'm finally here, or I'm here, baby. It's like, oh, which would indicate PlayStation. There's no absolutely definitive way if that's the case, if that's true. But if it does happen, Microsoft are idiots. Because Hi-Fi Rush is meant to be a really good game. It will sell so much on those two consoles. I'll even consider getting it. And add it to the backlog. But, but the problem is, again, we keep saying it on this show, Microsoft are losing exclusives. And why would anyone buy a bloody Xbox? Because you can just go get it for the Switch and Sony? Uh, just idiots. Idiots, idiots, idiots. This is stupid and Sony will just dominate more and more and more. And Microsoft, you're going to go in the bin. Because no one's going to buy an Xbox. But you need people to buy Xbox because that's how competition happens. Fucking hell. Talk about someone else who'll be going, fucking hell. Bowser struggles to pay for his housing and physical therapy as he pays his ongoing fines to Nintendo. Now, remember this guy, Gary Bowser? We talked about him. He was the guy who was selling ROMs online and Nintendo basically got involved. He went to prison and he has to pay 20% and 30% of his income to Nintendo to cover the $14.5 million he owes. So he's out of it. He is out of prison now. But basically, he's saying that he is struggling. Like, he can barely pay for anything. His life is a mess. And he's just in big trouble. And there's a part of me that goes, yeah, look, you, you, you shouldn't have done what you did. Because you did make a profit off Nintendo, you idiot. What were you trying to do? But 14.5 million. Like, they, they've definitely done... This whole thing was done as a... You're going to be held, like, as a scape... Not as a scapegoat, but you're going to be held as a... What would the word do? As an example. There we go. Your BC being used as an example to show everyone, do not try and sell our ROMs. I don't think Nintendo give a shit if they're up there, just as long as you're not downloading them to profit... And this goes back to the same thing we keep saying on the show. Just make these more readily available, Nintendo, for us to purchase legally. And I wouldn't have an issue. But this is Nintendo, and they ignore my thoughts. They ignore what I go on about. But I do feel a bit sorry for the guy. I, I really do. Okay, the final story I'm going to go into is about the Justice League. So this is the Suicide Squad, the new game from Rockstar, Rocksteady. And it's Justice um, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Now, the game has come out, and it's been met with very negative reviews. People have even been Googling how to want to get a refund for the game. Oh, 
It keeps crashing all the time. It's That shouldn't be happening at this day and age, but it's having game-breaking bugs. However, what I'm going to rant about isn't to say, you know, those things. and It's other plot things, which I've got really annoyed about. Now, at some point, I'm going to put a spoiler out there, a big spoiler, and I'm going to put some Batman music over the top because it's from the Arkham series. And basically, it's a hint that I'm still talking about the spoiler. If you don't want to know anything about the game, then come out. And if you can't hear music, then I'm not talking about it anymore. But if you can hear music, I am talking about that spoiler. So the whole thing is about killing the Justice League. And it was known at some points in earlier trailers that they think they'd killed the Flash. And I have no problem with that because that's the whole point of the story. I think what people have got really pissed off about is the way that the organization or the developers are basically treating men and women in this game. Now, we've talked about on the show how there is sexism. Well, there's been instances where people have complained of sexism against women and, you know, it gets called out. And if there are instances, then rightly so, it should get called out. However, the men are treated so poorly in this game and women are put on such a pedestal that it's like, whoa, 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 you can't have it one way. It's both ways or nothing. And to give an example about this, that when the Justice League members, you know, you, I mentioned earlier, it smashed, um, so Flash got pissed on, and Diana got this really nice, you know, scene where she was, it was it was handled with a lot of grace, but then you got characters, like other characters in the game, who just treated really poorly, like it's all a joke, it's a de- it's just funny that they died, and ha 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 ha, but then with Wonder Woman, no no grace and beauty but that's not just one of the reasons they are again that's a small thing there's a scene in the game where harley quinn is desperate to slap deadshot's ass and eventually she does or deathstroke or deadshot but eventually she does slap his ass like and, and she goes oh worth it and he is against the idea and i'm kind of thinking whoa 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 if that was reverse situation if you had dead you know deadshot slap harley's ass like that there would be websites dedicated to this sort of shit. The developers would be getting death threats from SJWs and feminists against third wave feminists. Well, because it's a man, it's not an issue. It's not a problem. And again, there's a similar thing later on when you're looking at the profiles made from the characters, um, made by the perspective of somebody else's character. And they're talking about how Diana... Uh, the uh, the Amazons basically they and they sorted out their they even sort out toxic masculinity their society's perfect it's absolutely great they've got democracy there's such a beautiful role models to the people but then you look at um, Green Lantern's bio basically says oh yeah he's just he's done a few navy things probably just little you know white collar boy why did he become then a big space cop it's like really derogatory towards him and his achievements yet the amazonians is like oh they're the most beautiful people you want to say about the amazonians there's a guy who looks under this a little bit more uh he talked about the death of rocksteady and he basically goes into depth of how yeah you what were the original you want to know why it was all uh women yeah because all the asgardians or so the all the amazons used to go basically get men from the ships have the way with them kill them and then if they didn't produce boys, either sell, trade them off or kill them. So, yeah. I don't think the Amazons are the perfect image, but they are in this game. Fucking stupid. Again, I don't... 
there are times when I don't see an issue with like a perverted matter because I'm thinking it's a video game at the end of the day. And you've got to look at that. There are some depraved humans. It's not nice to see, but it shouldn't be used as like, I'll just throw it in there. But you've got to think, is it in line with the characters? Because there are horrible characters in these stories. But you can't have it where you treat, you, you know, if you go treat women poorly, well then, and you complain, fine. But then you can't treat men poorly and not expect the same treatment. It just pisses me off. It just pisses me off. I don't. I, I probably need to do a DLC on that because I know some people might be arguing. There's oh fucking hell, this is outrageous. It's it's disgraceful. But I just get really annoyed at that sort of thing. Again, it's double standards and it pisses me off. But this is the big spoiler. So I'm putting some music on now so we all know what we're talking about. So this is the Arkham series. This is like where you get Arkham Batman, and it came out now. The story the story's out that Batman is killed. Batman is killed, so the Arkham Batman we've come to know and love from the three games is killed by the Suicide Squad, but how it's done is so unceremoniously shit, where he's thrown on a park bench, and then Harley shoots him in the head, and then they just walk off. I was like, what the fuck? This is the Arkham Batman who we've come to know and love through these three beloved games, and he's just taken out on a park bench. Fuck off. Like, I'm not against the character dying. I am not against that at all. But it should be done in a blaze of glory. Not just sat on a park bench. It's just so shit. And bear in mind, this is one of Kevin Conroy's last ever performances. It's not his last. He's got two more, I think, that were banked up. Obviously, he's not doing it from the grave. But it's just an insult to the character that we've come to know and love. Like, again, I'm not against him dying. Not at all against him dying. Just do it in a way that actually respects the character. Rather than just some shitty way to go out. Like, when we do the Arkham games one day for the podcast, and we will, because I love the Arkham games. Imagine that we're talking about the story and what could it have been. And then, oh yeah, this character, oh yeah, he did so well, but he gets shot on a park bench. Just bollocks. Just absolute bollocks, and it just pisses me off. Right, there's your spoiler, so I should have turned the music off now, because hopefully we can get on with the show. But that is the end of the news. Let's go to our free section, which we call Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh Stick It Up Your Ginger is a free section which anyone can play. I usually put messages up on Facebook. And if you've got a frustration just and you're know, one of the Patreon members, just let me know. Send me a message. But I want to know what's been frustrating you and what has been your gaming success of the week. Derek Strum says, Win. Getting weapon detachment working for the next big update. Huge success. Are you talking about... Oh, should I? Huge success. I don't know what game though. Oh, hang on. Frustration. The moment I realise is around two in Descent on Division 2. It's been a long time since I've played. Did return to New York when it released and stopped playing after. So is this for Descent on Division 2 that you've been playing this? I don't know. I don't know. I've never played. Is Division 2 that Tom Clancy one? I think I had one of these games once. Just so we, me and mates could play it on the internet with each other. I can't remember which one it was. So I'm assuming that's 
that's what you're on about, Derek. Daniel Fernando Gil Garcia, I hope I got that right. The Water Temple of Ocarina of Time. Same place that had that win and frustration. Yes, yes, the fucking Water Temple. Jesus Christ, I know. We all have been there. I am not looking forward to when I have to play Ocarina of Time just to do that fucking temple. I'm not looking forward to that. I do have a guest lined up for that, but he lives in England and he's... Yes, my cousin Jack. Sort it out, Jack. We need to get this sorted. Well, just let me know when we need to get this started and I'll start crying because I'm not looking forward to it. Charlene Buckley. Frustration. Getting annoyed at the AJ behavior... Oh, sorry, the AI behavior on pawns on Dragon's Dogma. My pawns are mostly refusing to fight effectively. Like one were grabbed by a mimic in a chest. I was attacking it, going to drop them. The other started to attack a little. But as soon as I moved to evade the spells being thrown at me, they ignore the mimic, stop attacking, and follow me until it goes away. This happens with many other things, with my pawns simply ignoring attacking enemies and just following as me as if they aren't there. Or they just mess around in front of the enemy's face, rolling, walking in circles, or just hopping up and down whilst making very little effort to defend themselves and just getting kills. I don't know why this is happening, but the AI sucks. I do love a bit of shit AI. A bit of shit AI is quite funny. Like, you can imagine you're sitting there firing spells and die, chest, die, mimic chest, and there's your comrades just going, do a barrel roll, do a barrel roll, jumping around like tits, like, do something! Do something, you pieces of shit! Like, I imagine one day, well, when Dragon's Dogma 2 comes out, they will have sorted out the AI. You'd, you'd like to think they would have, because AI is a lot better than it was back then. But holy crap, yeah, shit AI is so annoying, especially when you got party members. I, I've been there, not essentially with Dragon's Dogma, but I've been there with so many other games. And you're like, just do something. I'm lying in there, dying. Please, for the love of God, fucking heal me. No, don't do... No, no, no. And I'm dead. So yeah, 100%, I am with you on that one. And finally, Andrew Salazar says, Baldur's Gate 3 is infuriatingly fun. The battles are hard fought and almost impossible at times. It feels less like it was based on the 5th edition, or 5th ed, I don't know if that was the name of the game, just making sure, and more like an AD and D, uh, uh, Dragon, uh, Dungeon and Dragons campaign sometimes. That said, as one would expect of a Dragons and Dungeons game, a Dragons and Dungeons, Jesus Christ, I've just realised what I've said, Dungeons and Dragons, Fuck me, the internet would have come after me there, wouldn't it? The, I'll read that again, because I literally is about to put myself into oblivion. That said, as one would expect of a Dungeons & Dragons game, the role-playing is just amazing. I love the focus on skill-check-based dialogue. Frustration, though, passing out twice while playing Yakuza 5 and waking up in a panic and turning off the game. There's no autosave, so I had a bunch of time lost twice. Oh, yeah, that's shit. That's shit when you lose time... Fuck, I hate all that shit. I've done it many a time with an RPG. Many a time. But, <laughs> yeah, with... Is Baldur's Gate 3? Well, it must be that good. It won game of the year. I just haven't played it. I don't even know what it looks like. That's why I have no idea what this game even looks like. So maybe I should give it a go and see if it's any good. I don't know. Yeah, I... In Dragons and Dungeons, maybe I need to go... Up my, or maybe I should go ask that in a shop. Excuse me, have you got any Dragons and Dungeons stuff? And just see them look at me with pure filth in their eyes. They'll just literally spit in my mouth it's just as I'm talking. They like, fuck off. That's what it will be. <laughs> oh, God, I'm an idiot. All right, thank you very much for your submissions. Let's go to our final section. 
and into our final Patreon section, which we call Survive or Die. Hey, listen! Survive or Die is our last segment where each week we look at two games, characters, franchises, mechanics, pretty much anything, and have them knelt before Jeffrey D. Morgan, who is armed with Shao Kahn Hammer, dressed in Earthworm gym suits, and we ask the question, which one of them should survive to live another day, or which one should die and get their brain smashed in? Now, as we are talking about Tekken, I decided to get some of the big bads from Tekken, and also from Street Fighter, Akuma versus Kazuya. Which one of them should get their brain smashed in and which one of them should be allowed to live another day? Now, it should also be mentioned that Kazuya has faced Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan before uh, in the trailer for, reveal trailer for Negan. He is there, which is just goddamn hilarious. Now, you all got involved in this, so I really appreciate this. So let's read a few of these comments. Now, I have my opinion, but it can be swayed. Raging Demon says, spoiler alert, this is deliberately left ambiguous in Tekken 7. However, rules and there are rules of rules, and it pains me to choose, but Kazuya dies. Cast it to a volcano, never seen to begin. Oh, hold on, wait, scratch that 20 years later. I see some video footage. He just yelled at me and said he'll get everything back when he's and then smashed the camera. Yeah, how he survived the vol- being a volcano. I know you've got the devil gene, but uh, come on, it's a vol fucking Kano. Have a word. Yes, he is right. When it came to the game, there wasn't actually a winner. That was Capcom's rules because they said whatever things Akuma's in, he can't be seen to be looked weak. So he has to basically either win or it's a tie. Standardized Brian, welcome to the show, Standardized Brian. He says, I've never played Tekken before, so I'd I'd say Mr. Head Smashy would smash Kazuya. But then again, I only have a limited amount of experience Street Fighter 2, so hopefully Zangief will smash Akuma's head with his thunder thighs soon. God, imagine that. Zangief just comes in and gets a Kuma. My God, I'm, I'm impressed you said Zangief and didn't go smutty and said Armika. And if you don't know, just Armika, Google. That's why people will be like, okay, yeah, I'd, I'd replace that. I know you lot, you smutty people. Uh, but yeah, just I don't understand. You've not got that experience with Tekken, so I can accept that answer. Because, well, maybe I said you need to play some Tekken, but the fact you added the Zangief bit in, you're fine. You're fine. Blaine the Hoagie Man says, I'd say Akuma survives. He's much cooler than Kazuya, and I'm pretty sure more powerful too. Wow, you lot don't like Kazuya, do you? You are all going with Akuma at the moment. Captain N says, If anyone out there knows their fighting games, it ain't me. I'm going to use pointless and arbitrary criteria to muddle fuck my way through this. Let's start with the Angry Ginger. He's got the muscles that make the lady say, oh shit, he'll be in love with himself more than me. Huge red flag. If I wanted a man like that, I'd date you, Danny, you narcissist. As if I'm ripped. This I'm ripped with fat, I'll tell you that now. The other guy, let's call him Casual Friday Fighter, looks like he knows how to handle those fists. Surely, Sure, he is muscly, but it's a lean muscle which would probably help him through those TPS reports. I bet this is the guy who walks into the break room and talks shop during your first 15 minutes. If I wanted a boss like that, I'd work for you, Danny, you overbearing arsehole. Yeah, do my bidding, bitch. So with the criteria out of the way, I'd kill Danny because in both cases, he is the true villain. Um, no. Get a fact. I am not part of... What? Stop making up your own rules, people. 
I'm not on the agenda. I'm not even watching. I'm not even in the room when this is happening. I'm behind the glass watching with Glee going, yes, yes. I am not involved. Shape, you know, if you get that, if you get that reference, put that in the re- um, reviews this week. I'm not involved in this. Ridiculous. Dave McGee says the opposite of what Captain N says. What? Well, what's that? Oh, I survive. Who dies then, Dave? Because clearly I'm I'm saying I survive, but who then dies? Humanity, Captain N. That'd be quite funny. Captain N with a baseball bat. Get him to. <laughs> Peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. I don't know why that came into my head, but it did. Oh, God, I'm a moron. Chris Copleen says, Akuma has a move called Instant Hell Murder. I think even if you choose him to die, he'd still survive. He does. He has a move called Instant Hell Murder, which I am so looking forward to when he arrives on Tech, um, Street Fighter 6. It's not called that, but that's just what it's called in English when you translate it. Ooh, instant hell murder. I need a name. Shit. Uh, that'll do. Yep, just put them together. Fuck it. And we'll put it in Japanese. No one will ever know. No one will ever know. Like the Japanese must be thinking, what the fuck? Who calls their move this? And we're like, wow, it sounds so cool in Japanese. And finally, Storm Beagle. He says, whoever has the bigger man bun is declared the winner. Oh, for fuck's sake, is that how we get... What do you mean, Winner. What do you mean? Do you survive? Do you die? I don't know. And if it's the biggest hair, it's... Well, actually, no, it's Akuma now because he's grown his hair out massively. So Akuma has the biggest bun. But then again, what's the winner? I don't know what you mean by that. Does he survive? Does he die? People stick to the goddamn fucking rules, shall we? Making up your own arbitrary shit. Bunch of wankers. Ah, so who do I want? Um, I'm probably going to go with the majority this week. Yeah, I want Kazuya to die and Akuma to live. Just because I, I find Akuma's story and his whole narrative a bit better than Kazuya. I know it sounds stupid because there's barely much of Akuma. I just like the idea of, like, he wants to get the murderous intent. And he's taking it to the full where Kazuya's just kind of influenced by the devil gene. And I do like Akuma. I think his design's awesome. Like when he first arrived in Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, I thought he was awesome. Where Kazuya's like, nee, 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 nee. You're a Shoto, but you're not a Shoto. He isn't a Shoto. Make that very clear because people lose their freaking mind. Oh, God. Right, what have I been up to? Because we'll get in there. We've been going on for a while. Uh, I'm back to my super gym routine. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get up which i've been impressed about and just at least do something for the podcast and try and do some training as well because yeah and i've also recorded super punch out that has been recorded for the show we did that the other day so yeah i'm quite proud of that but what have i been playing holy shit what have i been not been playing um i finished shadow of the beast that is done shadow of the beast finished but i've also finished sonic spinball aladdin rystar um super mario land they've all been finished and we'll be getting episodes one day. And I'm currently going back to Final Fantasy V because I realized I hadn't finished it. So I'm on the third world. So I'm now trying to get through that as best I can so we can get an episode of the show out for you for Final Fantasy V. God, I've been busy, haven't I? All right, I've been going on long enough. It's time to get your thoughts on, on Tekken before me and Jay get on with it. So Raging Demon says, did I play it? <laughs> Indeed, a daft question. It was a launch title on the PS2, and I got it at launch. I get it at launch. I did. It is the prettiest, best-sounding Tekken 3 was ever made. Yeah, because it is. It's Tekken 3. It had a banging roster and great tag mechanic. Fantastic intro sequence for the game. The game is special and still holds up. 
No mind, no eyes, no nose, no mouth, no body, no mind, no shape. Shape. What? What? The fuck? Someone's got to explain that to me. Captain N says, As stated earlier, I know my fighting games, and according to Wikipedia, this is one of them, and I couldn't agree more. Hmm. Dave McGee says, Ah, what a game. So much to say about this. Some of the characters are so iconic. Wait, Tekken, I thought you said McKids. Oh, for fuck's sake. This is going to revolve into stupidity, isn't it? And finally, Chris Coppelin says, Captain N makes a good point about how it's awesome when Ryu teams up with Kazuya to fight Ken and Terry in the final destination, no items. For fuck's sake. One day, this show will become a more serious podcast. We'll get to, like, episode 600. There'll be no comedy whatsoever. Just I'll just be drained. The stress would have drained it all for me. Absolute knobheads. That's all you are. Right. Enough with that. I have been talking long enough. It is time to get to the main episode with Jake. Uh, I played this to death when I was a kid. I had a great time with this. And Jeff, Jake was exactly the same. He played with his brothers. But yeah, my brothers and his mates, we got into this so good. Because we love Tekken 3. And this is just a very, very upscaled version with some tag mechanics added. So I am going to play some music. And when we come back, me and Jake McCauley are going to be talking about Tekken Tag Tournament. Which came out for the PlayStation in Europe on November the 24th, 2000. Fuck me, I'm old. He's coming back to the show again. It's my good friend, Jake McCauley. How are you? I'm not too bad, mate. It's nice to see you. It's been a while. It's uh, it's not because I hate uh, hate him or anything. Yeah. No, no, it's not because you hate me. You've just been very busy doing your YouTube, haven't you? Yeah, it's been a very busy man launching a new YouTube channel, Sharp Dress Goblin. Go check it out, by the way. Yeah. yeah Go get the shameless good. plug in. No, no. <laughs> shameless plug all the way. Yeah, I don't mind people plugging their stuff. But yeah. it's been good to see you. And we were talking about recently, you wanted to do a uh, fighting game retrospective and you were talking about uh, gays. And I went, uh, yeah. we, You love had... that game. It's your favorite. Oh, it's my favorite. <laughs> Fuck off. And I, but then you said, uh, we're not talking about uh, gays. We're going to be talking about something which is just 100% bliss. And that's Tekken <laughs> Tag Tournament for the PS2. Oh, it's an amazing. Yeah, it's great. Like, what was the other game we had where we both just we just did the whole thing and we were just like it's just great we barely have anything bad to say Tekken 3 was it oh it was we did Tekken 3 and didn't we do didn't we do Sonic as well Sonic 2 or Sonic we did Sonic 2 that was the first episode of the show that was it yeah that was and we 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 were just like there's basically nothing terrible about that game it's just that was episode 1 that's actually episode 1 yeah Yeah. Sonic 2 is episode 1 of the show how long this has been going now this is nearly yeah well <laughs> we don't know when this show's episode's gonna air but it's been well episode 100 by the time right for a bit of a time frame this is episode we're up at episode 96 i think it's about to air this weekend so yeah. we want it's nearly two years it's like two years hell. <sighs> feels like yesterday yeah, yeah and i've only been doing my new channel like well like seven months now seven eight months flown but today you you wanted second tag you said i want that i want that i want that uh, yeah, oh, I can mark that off my list, and because you've you've booked a few games, but Tekken Tag, yeah, mm. I was one of them. So, how what was your history with this? 
Uh, I was actually was going to ask you where, where did you start with Tekken? Were you were you in from day one or was no? It like I was Tekken two. Tekken two is my two. first, yeah. Um, yeah. and then I went back to Tekken one, vomited, which is terrible. Um, and then yes, it was Tekken two. Played a bit of that, and then well, as much as I could. And it was Tekken three that got me a hundred percent. Well, I was already hooked on Tekken two, but Tekken three. Yeah. But right, I want to try and take this really seriously. And then yeah, yeah. You, Tekken tag came along, and I was like, this is this is just incredible. Yeah, yeah, because I yeah I had the same one, I had the same thing. I I think I started on two because like my like I've like I've said before, my brother was the guy who brought all the the games into the house because he was like ten years older than me and he had a job and stuff. Mm. He was already working and stuff, so he would bring all the the PS1 games home. So I was only ever playing what my brother wanted to play, and it was always fighting games. Yeah, and I'll never forget when he brought Tekken two home, and we were just we'd play it all just like all night just after we got in and we were unlocking all the characters and obviously I'd like playing as Roger and stuff. And then like it became in my family, Tekken became a family thing. Cause um, yeah. like my mum and my dad would play it as well. Because they really <laughs> like it. So like That's I'd awesome. come home from, yeah, it was really cool. So I, sometimes I come home from uh, school and uh, my parents would be playing uh, Tekken two or Tekken three in the, in the living room. Like, oh shit. <laughs> they weren't meant to be playing it to you. So guys. good. I can't my imagine mom, my, right. Was Go amazing on. with Jun. Jun, is it Jun? Yeah, Jun. That was she was yeah, my I main. Have, yeah, I have fucking. I have had like nightmares against that character because because my mum used to kick my ass with it because I was about three and she'd kick my ass with her. Yeah, she was my main because I got really upset because she wasn't in Tekken three, yeah. and then when Tekken Tag came along, it was like everyone was back. I was like, yeah, she was. <gasps> yeah, that was great. <gasps> yeah, because um, yeah, my brother used to always kick my ass with Nina as well. That was. I have like fucking oh you know the Vietnam dog flashback where it's like <laughs> I just think of my brother counter doing counters and because like oh as you know Nina is one of the only characters that could counter and my brother is a fighting game god yeah but yeah so do you yeah sorry do, I was gonna say do you remember when uh, Tekken Tag came out I see I don't remember what, well I remember when it came out because I remember seeing the box mm. art and I went, holy shit this is amazing because it was a, it was a PS2 launch title and. Yep. I didn't. I can't remember. I think a friend had PS had it, and I was like, "Oh, I've got to play it. I've got to play it." It took us a while for me and my brother, for me and Raph. Oh, Raph got one for his uh, for Christmas off my dad, off Daddy Shredder. But uh, he bought he bought him a PS2. Got me a Game Boy Advance, and I was like, "But in reality, it was the best decision ever made." And I was an ungrateful bastard. But we got Tekken Tag pretty quickly after we got the PS2, and we just would. That was it. Done. Literally what a lot of people it. might not know or remember is the fact that the, the PS2 launch games were not that good. There was not no. that much good stuff at the start. Like Tekken Tag was, was the it. one. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, remember, we said about this when we were talking about Onomusha. It was like, there was like Smuggler's Run. What was that? The Bouncer. <laughs> and then like Tekken mm. Tag, which was like, yeah, you, you got problems with that game. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But that, that game, yeah. And then um, my brother actually got the ps2 at launch because again he was electrician so he had money <laughs> and then i remember like going around i would just go around my brother's house to stay for the weekend and we'd always play anything that come out on it and tekken tag is what we we played like the most of like when it came out and it was like we, we spent months playing tekken tag because well, it was the only thing you could play on it well this is the thing like the only thing you want to play on at the time because the thing is that yeah. tekken tag to come out as a launch title like tekken 3 was arguably one of the best if not the best fighting game on the ps1 Definitely. and for for 
Tekken Tag Team, like a launch tag. Like, holy shit, that is that's pretty impressive. And this game looked great. Mm. It was basically the Tekken. It was the Tekken Three engine. There was the Tekken Three engine with everyone back and everyone polished up. That's what this game is. Simple as that. It's just fan service. The game. Yeah. 100% fan service, and they added the tag mechanic because the tag mechanic was kind of the in thing at that point. You have like games like you know, Marvel vs. Capcom, that series had made tag fighters quite popular, and they decided, oh, let's get into this. And it worked so with having so many characters, I was like, oh, this actually works really well. Yeah, because I played, I recently played, um, you ever played Battle Arena Toshin then? No, I've never played those yeah. games, but I know they're not great. Them. You're not miss you're not missing much. But the the Fair fourth enough. one did a tag mechanic, and I played that recently. And that that is the kind of game where you can see that kind of mechanic not working because yeah. they only have nine characters and it's teams of three. So there's oh. only like <laughs> there's only like three teams you can pick as well because they make you pick the ones that are in you know yeah that to, like work. grouped together yeah. But like Tekken, this and Tekken tag it works because there's like what is that like. Actually, I had it open. Was it like forty characters or something? Let's see, that's a that's a lot because a lot of characters in the time skip of Tekken Two were disappeared yeah. in Tekken Three. So June, Beck, Roger, Alex. Oh God, Roger and Alex. So many Roger characters. And um, P Jack wasn't in it. Um, and to have them all, Kazia wasn't in it. The Angel Devil. So there's a lot of characters mm. you can go through that weren't in it, and to bring them all back in this homage format was just so good. And the tag element, yeah, that was the big thing of this game, was so cool because you could have pairings like um, Ogre and Kazuya. It's like, okay, that's just freaking random. Ogre and Jin is like, yeah, you killed my mum, but fuck <laughs> it, I'll have it let's back. Let's work together. Yeah, let's work, work together. But I know Kazuya yeah. had a thing where he didn't, if he had Kazuya and the devil, he wouldn't yeah. tag out. It would just like literally just turn. It was like, transform. that's so cool. Nice little touch. Yeah. I mean, is there actually a story to this one? Or or is it? Because I know you, you're quite up on the, the, the lore no, of uh, Tekken. Did they actually, really. This is... Did they actually like put it in or did they just... Nah. Is it just like a spin-off kind of thing? It, oh, no, it's not canon. Well, nah, this is... Oh. canon so, okay, 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 go on. So... It isn't canon, but they're going to have to think of a way to make it canon. And I'll go into this because someone's going to be on me in a minute. So it it isn't canon at this current point. Tekken 1 and Tekken... Sorry, Tekken Tag 2 and Tekken Tag 1 are not canon. The main thing that makes this maybe going to have to work this out is June or Jun. Um, Didn't she die or something? Well, this is the thing. So in Tekken 3, (laughs) she was alleged to have gone missing or everyone thought she was dead because of Ogre. However... In Tekken Tag 1, there was a new character introduced called Unknown. So Unknown yeah, was lady, like a wolf lady. Yeah. Wolf lady, yeah. She was the like fairy. a mook. She was like, yeah, she's a fairy. <laughs> she was basically a Mukujin esque character. Mukujin fairy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where she yeah. would basically imitate everyone else's moves. But she always started off the battle as Jun, which was great for me because I would pick Jun and Unknown. I was like, holy shit, I will fuck you up because now I've got two of my character. Two like, of your favourite character. Yeah, my, my main is like, boom. So there was always a rumour, why is Unknown look a bit like John? Well, in Tekken Tag 2, it was confirmed that John is unknown. All right. So she's got possessed. And then by the yeah. end of Tekken... Her, the, the I un- Wolf. Yeah, but well, I think it's not... I don't know what it is. Unknown. Is it like some furry fan? Is it like a furry fan fiction? Well, thing? <laughs> when it comes to Second Tag Two, she hasn't got the wolf anymore. It's gone. Oh, okay, unfortunately, like she was embraced in the forest by a by a wolf, and they made passionate love. <laughs> they and made it took over her. But 
the wolf became too strong in her. Uh, but the angel... She's got the dog in her. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the dog bone. Um, the angel... That's why women do. Sorry, go on. The angel basically purged John of the, the, the unknown, whatever it mm-hmm. is, at the end of Tekken Tag 2. And in Tekken 8, she's appearing. So it's like, where the fuck oh. have you been? Yeah, she's back in Tekken 8. So where have you been? So they could try. And I'm not saying they can make Tekken Tag and Tekken Tag 2 canon. They might just yeah. be able to take the character unknown and try and bring this into the law. And that's I don't know how they're going to do it because now she has mm-hmm. like angel-esque powers. I don't know what they're going to do. Either way. Yeah. So un- unknown is, is John. It's an alternative version. It's like the devil has Kazia. That's the best way to see it. So for anyone, yeah. I know people will be wondering who's unknown. There you go. It's John confirmed. That is yeah. that is confirmed. Actually, I've got a story about this uh, game now. Um, so I went back to play this, you know, for the first mm. time in a while. Yeah, because I wanted because I always like when we do these, I always like to actually play through the game before mm-hmm. we, before we do it instead of just doing it from memory. And uh, I went back to play it, and it, it's still as good as I remember because. It for some reason it's really hard to get running on emulation for some reason. So that, yeah. I had a bit of trouble with that because it never works. And then I had to like right, I got to dig out my PS2 now, play it at 50 frames a second on a stupid yes. thing. I mean, even though the screen looked like it was covered in Vaseline because you know the PS2, it was the time. It still looked great, but it's like because I'm playing it on my big HD telly. But like, it's just oh god, it takes you. It's like magic. It's like being ported back to 2000 or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. But, the music and everything. Oh man, it's just it's it holds up so well. But then um, one thing that happened while I was playing, I, my intention was to just you know unlock every single character, just play it for a good couple of hours, mm. unlock bowling, unlock everything, and just have a play of everything. But my old man hands couldn't handle it anymore. Right? Oh I don't really? Know how, how do you play Tekken when you play Tekken? What, what are your hand position? Crab. Yeah. See, street, I go. So Street Fighter's normal. Street Fighter, yeah. I play normal. But when yeah. it comes to Tekken, crab hand. My right hand is a crab. crab hand. See, I go like this. I play like that. <laughs> so he's he's holding it from so the for, top. Yeah, Explain it for the audience, I guess. Yeah. So I sort of, oh, I guess, well, it is kind of like a crab, but like I sort of put my my wrist at like a like a ninety degree angle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I am um, because so I usually my... go, like to do go back between the two buttons with my thumb like that really quick. Yeah. So I don't use. Do I, I don't really use the top r1 and r2 i use no, the sorry. l buttons but i literally they have like two fingers like a crab because you so doing... my problem was so i was doing that because i'm doing a lot of because i'm shit at uh fighting games so i'm obviously doing a lot but like i know the moves but it's like i still do a bit of button mashing and i was yeah. playing it for about an hour and my wrist started fucking hurting oh really of an old man <laughs> it was like that i was like i think it might be where i've been doing weights i've like made my wrist strained and it was like i couldn't oh, play no. anymore. i was like it's i played gone. for about an hour I unlocked about five, six characters. I can't play anymore. My fucking <laughs> yeah, because I'm old. doing this right, and I'm looking at this yeah. control, and there's no way I can do some of June's moves holding it like a normal controller. Because like, yeah, if you want... I, think I, I was like, right, my wrist certain, right, my wrist certain. So I was like, oh, I'll try playing it normal. Like, I can't play it like this. It's like, do you remember like old Mario where you had to sort of have it like that to <laughs> run and jump? It reminds yeah. me of that. Yeah, because the buttons are like that on the snares, so you'd have to go like this. Yeah. So you could run and hit the the giant. It feels like that, and it's so like I tried playing it normally. It's like I can't do this. It's like so because you need to be hitting because Tekken a lot of the time you need to be hitting two buttons Correct. at the same time quite a lot. 
So that's why I'm always like that. And it's like, I'm too old. Yeah, you, you, that's it. I can't. Te- things aren't the same as they used to be. Tech and tag ruined you. Tech and tag. Ruined my, my wrist. Maybe I shouldn't be uh, practicing something so much. <laughs> yeah, stop practicing that and practice your tech and skill. It's not. I, it's... Why, I do it with the other hand. <laughs> I'm sure if it was that one, I wouldn't even, it would just break instantly the moment I start playing. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, imagine you're the doctor. It was Tekken. It was Tekken. It was all Tekken. Tekken broke me fucking wrists. <laughs> Tekken did it, not me. Tekken. Oh. Yeah, it was quite enjoyable though. Like, yeah. The thing I... is though, like, playing Tekken and playing any fighting game now, uh, it makes me so angry. <laughs> Why? Fighting games just make me irrationally angry because I'm shit at them. Oh, look, I... Then again, Tekken, this one, I don't get that angry, but, like, Street Fighter, I get pretty angry because I'm quite shy to Street Fighter. See, I found with Tekken Tag, I had to up my game because of the tag mechanic, especially doing stuff like team battles. You've got to basically learn so many characters and get good really quick. So I had, like, King... uh, Alex and Ro- oh, Alex and Roger was oh god you could pair Alex and Roger just that in itself kangaroo and a dinosaur it is yeah. so king and armor king <laughs> but, yeah king and armor king hey actually could- oh the pairings were so good that's what do you yeah. know do you actually know saying that do you know there was a hidden mechanic where oh, if your characters actually didn't get on the story they mm. like their attacks didn't do as much and something like that. Oh, really? They got that. bonuses. They got like hidden bonuses. So, for example, like if you put uh, the kings together, they get a little bonus because they got on together. I was like, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, because I did uh, Law and Paul at one point. It did feel a bit easier. Yeah, like it's I'm like doing a bit. Yeah. Bit you know, when you switch, you switch in and out. Mm. Right. Some characters will dart out. So, but if you've got like Hihachi and Kazoo, they won't like run out. They'll just like, Ugh. yeah. Yeah, because they don't like each other. They don't like each other. I was like, that's <laughs> that's so interesting. And that's it what also... I was going to ask you. Oh, sorry, well, go on. Oh, yeah, you finished. I was going to say, it'd be interesting because, like, you know, Jin didn't see his dad. Never met his dad at this point. It's like, hi, daddy. <laughs> hi, mummy. And then there's, there's like, like, Lee. There's, like, and Lee, like, the stepkid or something. Oh, Lee Shaolin. Oh, my God. I yeah. love Lee. I freaking... So, Lee yeah. is the adopted son <clears throat> of Hihachi, and he adopted yeah. Lee just to piss Kazir off. That's the only reason. <laughs> Lee such a bastard. Lee. Throws him into a volcano. <laughs> he does. But Lee, right, we get, I'll get in, this is later on when we eventually, the show does Tekken 5 and Tekken 6. Lee has oh, the yeah. best endings in Tekken by yeah. none. And his main catchphrase is, he like the Dan, he, he is, he, like the Dan ma- of- <laughs> he is, he's so good. And his main catchphrase is, he just, just goes, excellent. And I was like, oh my God, I fucking love Lee. Like, I don't, yeah, don't... He's very camp. He, he he comes off as that kind of like uh, Maximilian Pegasus. Yeah, he does. He really does. Maximilian <laughs> Pegasus. Oh, Yugi boy. The campy sort of. A... <laughs> what was what was, what was it? What are you gay? Bitch, I might. <laughs> Bitch, I might be Yugi boy. Oh, I miss you. I miss the effeminate characters in anime. Like you know, you got James, you got Maximilian. <laughs> Oh my god, this is going on a tangent, but I don't care. Uh, I, oh fucking no, I love that. That's but what I'm here for. This is what you are here for. <laughs> and the thing is, yeah, this, I've heard Tekken Tag has been just called Tekken Three. It's just a prettier Tekken Three. I was like, so. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Tekken Three was incredible, as you mm. said. We we talked about Tekken Three. It still holds up today. We it, we couldn't find a single thing to moan about. I don't think. No, it we held both gave up. It a ten, I believe. Yeah, we did. It's beautiful yeah. game. It still holds up. 
So yeah. why not build and make yeah. a game that's for, again, Tekken 4 was when the series tried to really go in a new direction. But it's like for a yeah. launch title, what's the problem with Tekken, Tekken Tag? Is it is yeah. it pushing the system to its limit? No, because then 4 and 5 then show what the PS2 can really do. But to be a launch title, it looked incredible. Yeah, I don't, there's... I've heard that argument before. Like, you know, like Linkin Park, they had those two first albums. Yeah. I hear people go, oh, they go, um, Meteora is just hybrid for a part two. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, that's what just... It gave me what I wanted. Yeah, it's fan yeah. service, but it, it's a good kind of fan service because it just, I mean, yeah, it's Tekken free, but with all the characters. I yeah. Mean, that's what I was going to ask you, actually. It was like, so what are like your main, who's your, I know you said Jun, but like, what are your sort of, your main the characters characters G- usually pick Jin. Well, yeah. I say Tekken three bastard. Yeah, yeah, Tekken three Jin. I say yeah, Tekken three Jin. The hurricane kick over and over again. Oh, oh. yeah, of course. I remember when I first learned. I first learned that when I was a kid. I just spam it. it. It's some of his stuff you could do. So Tekken three Jin, I loved. Uh, I don't like going forward Jin because he learns karate, and I don't like him. Um, yeah, it's a bit weird. The- Especially in Tekken 4, he just does not play well. In... No, he's yeah, a different I'm not character. a big fan of Tekken 4. It feels really slow last time it, I played it. It is. Oh, God, don't. I've been doing Oh, no, don't. Yeah, um, it's, bad. it's a bad one. Um, I love it. The... And there's a bit, like, just a quick tangent. Like, Murdoch in that one literally drags off a woman to, uh, you know, to grape her. Oh, does he? He's like, I'm taking. He, like, there's one of his like story mode things where he like knocks a girl out and then just walks off with her like that. And he's like, I'm gonna do unspeakable things to you. Oh, <laughs> I remember replaying it a couple of years ago. I was like, whoa, whoa, I might need to put that's that in the retrospective. That's bit... um, <laughs> well, it is Japan. It, well, yeah, true, it's Japan. Um, they do crazy shit with octopuses and whatnot. They do. See, I um, I used to love the kings, uh, Armor King especially. I used to, and Roger and Alex were just so much fun. And I think it was just because yeah. they had that punch. You press backwards and square, and it was like wind up this punch. And it oh, did like, yeah, yeah. It did like they three like, quarters. The cartoon like, style thing with Yeah, them, but it did so much damage. And they had some king moves as well. They had like, uh, they could do. Oh, the drop kick. The drop kick. Didn't couldn't they do a Frankensteiner as well? Though? Yeah, they could do a Frankensteiner. Uh, they yeah, did so many moves they could do. I was like, this is just so cool. Like, I wasn't a big Kazuya player. And, you know, I wasn't a big Hihachi. Yeah. But, again, this game lets you do whatever you want in the sense of it, the, the play styles are all there. And, they, again, yeah, to have Jude Unknown was great. But this is what I love about this game because they did, there's so many different combinations. You had yeah. to learn at least two You had to learn two characters. You had to because otherwise you weren't going to survive. And the unique thing is compared to other tag fighters where normally if one character gets knocked out, the other one jumps in, and yeah. then the, the battle goes until both are knocked out. Here, you've got one. Yeah. If one's knocked out, you're gone. So you I have like to that, kind yeah. of... Yeah, I like this. You have to really gauge... a lot of tension. Because you yeah. have to, like... The amount of times I beat the, the computer by just whacking them... Oh, sorry. Pop the mic, whacking them before they switched out and stuff like that. So like, yeah, you always want to switch a bit early and then get the other guy out and stuff. Yeah, just try and keep your opponent in. You can do that. You can If they're trying to run, just fucking the enemy. Hey, oi, get here. Yeah. You dickhead, you're not going anywhere. Get and over that was the, here. Yeah, if That's you can the one base- thing about on. this game, though. Like, yeah, like, it's just so fun to... It, it, it is Tekken 3, but it's like it adds that added little extra dimension that just... Uh, Oh, yeah. It's enough. And they added in loads of like cool stuff, which we I'm sure we'll go into. But well, this is the thing, stuff. like yeah. you know, Tekken Tag tournament was an absolute huge success. I think there were, you know, there were some things they did wrong in the sense that there were no uh, endings. 
there were the, the endings were shit. The yeah. endings were this basically the same sort of thing. It wasn't like the fun style they they brought it in Tekken three, Tekken two, and Tekken one. Um, maybe because it wasn't canon, and again, it was because it was this promotional game essentially for the PS2. Because that's what it was. That's all this is. Yeah. It's a promotional game for the PS2, and that was what was well, a bit I mean, of a shit. Yeah, it was an arcade game, but I mean, they just yeah, it, it? yeah they were quick, they were, quick they were pushing it to to basically to be what it is, and you know, you can look at some of the errors, but it it played so well. I was like, fuck, this is just so much fun to sit down and have a laugh. It's, the game was so good. And again, it is an upscale Tekken 3. I think I, I, and a lot of the points we can, we can go over the, the same things we talk about in Tekken 3. And I don't want to do that because just listen to the Tekken 3 episode. Um, as I said, the, the series evolves dramatically when it gets to Tekken 4, Tekken 5. But it was just so good to begin with. And again, it got the console really going. And it, it did because yeah. we both played it for absolute hours. And if you give me Tekken Tag now, I'd, I'd still play it again. What was disappointing, I think, going forward was that they tried to do Lightning in a Bottle <clears throat> twice when they wanted to do Tekken Tag Tournament 2. I remember hearing about it. I was, like, I was so excited about it. I was like, holy shit, mm. Tekken Tag 2 on the PS, it was the PS3. And I was like, yeah, even more characters. But I don't know why, it just never resonated with me. No, I played that one as well. Yeah, I I just, I remember not liking it that much either. I just, I feel like this game just sort of caps off a era of fighting games in a way. Yeah. Because there wasn't really, after this point for 3D fighting games, there wasn't really much, in a, well, there still isn't much innovation. It was like, it was like Tekken one, two, and three, and tag was like the first major evolution in a, a very long time. Obviously, it was virtual fight, virtual yeah, fire yeah. and stuff. But but Tekken took that that formula and then just perfected it with with Tekken three because you know one is crap, but you know you can see where it's going. Two's a bit slow, but then three it just plays so rapidly, so fast, and then this one is just the same game. But yeah, but yeah. I mean, and, oh yeah, the one one thing like, go like on. God, I remember like fucking always playing like as um Eddie Goro in this one. <laughs> I know he sucked, but you could you could always do this back kick. And I remember I used to always annoy my brother. I played King, like because my pit my characters were King, King's yeah. mine. But going back to it, like it it was crazy that I could still remember all the moves. It was like muscle memory. I didn't even know what the moves were, but my my fingers yeah. just did the. The actions of that, like you know, the, the clothesline, the hurricana, the the fucking the leg kick. I also remembered how to do, you know, King has that combo where you can one hit kill someone completely with a grab. Yeah, with the grabs and yeah, the I could do the whole thing. And Jesus. because my brother, right, basically when I was a kid, right, my brother beat me every single bloody game, right, until I hit about uh, this era. So I would have been maybe 12, 10, what would have been 11, 12 or so when this came out. And this is when I started fucking going, right, I'm going to beat this bastard. I'm going to fucking train and train and get good. And I got so good at FIFA, I could finally beat him. And I was battering him every time. And he was getting little you know, hissy fits and leaving the room when I beat him. Mm. And I was like, right, next one I've got to do, Tekken. So I fucking practiced for months on Tekken Tag Tournament. Because like, I didn't have my own PlayStation for two for ages. Because my brother you know, lived in his own house, whatever, because he was older than me. And I'd always go to his. But then when I finally got my own, he bought me my PlayStation because he was like earning the big bucks like, for mm. my birthday. He bought me because my mom wasn't very rich, but my brother was. So he bought me the PS2 for my birthday and with Tekken Tag to one. And I fucking played it for like, because I, you know, I'd only seen my brother because he lives in London. 
mm. about an hour and a half away from me. So I'd only see him like once every three, four months and I'd go stay with him for like a week or something. And I fucking practice three whole months just every day with King. Just fucking King and Getting um, ready. Eddie Goro. And I just came up with the most cheesy fucking strategy, right? And I finally beat him. Like after he he was always playing as Nina. He had Nina and um who did he have? Nina and Bruce. He'd always yeah. play as those two. And I figured out how to do the um oh sometimes I'd do Brian as well because I figured out how to do the, the counters. And um yeah, and I I beat him and uh, he fucking it was like a really close set. We did it to 20 or something, and I beat him like 20 to 15, and then he fucking walked out of the room. And we nah. we never played Tekken again because nah. we're just still a loser. See, we, it, we do at Christmas sometimes, but like it's usually Street Fire. See, this is the thing. Win. I think you've just nailed the head. My point, and again, which I'm well to say, the yep. why I think Tekken Tag Tournament Two didn't work because Tekken Tag essentially was a great because we had that couch co-op. We had yep. always had someone to play against, but when it came to Tekken Tag Tournament Two. We didn't no longer have that couch co-op. And for me, Tekken Tag Tournament always felt a bit more like a party game. Like if you wanted a serious Tekken, it's one-on-one, not a tag game. And I felt because Tekken Tag Tournament 2 was more of that party game, I didn't enjoy it as much because the only people I could play against back then were people online, not people. Like no one, I I haven't played with somebody like sitting here, like, for so long. I, I can't remember the last time I played one-on-one. Actually, the last time I played against someone was when I went to um, PAX and oh, I yeah. played Tekken 8. And that was oh, the first yeah. time I played sat and sitting down to somebody doing Tekken 8. And I'll tell you what, you made the point about muscle memory. Like, mm-hmm. I hadn't played Tekken since Tekken 5, really. And I played that to shit. And when I started playing Tekken 8, playing the demo, uh, Asuka was there, so I was using Asuka. And I was like, yeah. holy shit, my fingers went automatically woof, into the position. Yeah. I was like, I've not played this for years. And yeah. the guy was like, you said you haven't played for years? And like, I won every game by one. And I was like, yeah. yep, because it's muscle memory, baby. I, the thing is, it's crazy that I have that for so many. That, there's loads of games where, you know, obviously Street Fighter is a little bit easier because most of the moves are the same. You know, you've got quarter circles, charge and whatnot. But like tech and all the movesets are basically completely you know, unique for most yeah. characters. And I still, I remember the movesets for at least, God, at least, I think about 12 characters. I can remember most of the moves for like Lei. Always remember the moves for Lei. Brian, you know, fucking Kazuya. Uh, uh, Law, always play Law. Law's like one of my favorites. It's always like Lei, Law, well, like King's my favorite. And then like Lei, Law, Paul I like as well. And uh, yeah, Brian. Brian's probably yeah. my second. Actually, Brian is probably my second favorite. Pretty good, but Brian. And but yeah, I just even now I can still remember all their moves. Yoshimitsu, I can remember all the specials because I like th- this is the thing, right? This was like the end of this era, really. That like the PS2 in general as well. Like it was the end of the era of couch sitting down. Like yeah. fighting games aren't the same anymore because it's all online. It's all like, online. The most yeah, most of the fun with fighting games back in the day was you would sit on the sofa. And fucking piss your mate off. Where, but like, I remember, yeah, we did Soul Calibur 2, didn't we? I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was the same thing with that. Like, we play, I used to play that so much with my mates. And yeah. It's like, yeah, Tekken is one of those games I do play when, yeah, my brother's down. That's usually it. <laughs> yeah. And now, yeah, he, look, he occasionally play it with me. And as I, I said, we can go over the same point, Tekken 3, and we're not going to, because there's only, I suppose the only thing we can go forward on, really, and probably, think, probably the only thing, the last thing I actually want to talk about is Tekken Bowl. Yes. Yes. 
I, I was about to say if we didn't mention just ah oh, so how good how good is it i mean yeah all right there was wee bowling right but that was after this right this yes. was the original wee bowling tekken bowl now tekken 3 introduces a tekken ball which was mm. hilarious in it itself was yeah. it, it was, was fun it was it, so it was so i always fun. remember turkey when you um, get the free strikes and it's like a sort of day eight ufo or something when you get because I remember was... me and my brother got so, and my nephew, because my brother, my nephew, and his missus used to play this all together. We'd do Tekken Bowl and all that. And it was like, we got so good at it, we could get a strike every time with like yeah. certain characters. Yeah. And the thing is, you basically, because it was Tekken Tag, you can take two people to go bowling with. I was like, mm. that's so funny. So again, you want to take Jun and Ogre? You want to take them bowling? I was like, that is so stupid. I, wasn't there? A, I can't remember, but because because I didn't get to play it because my hand gave way before I could do it. But wasn't there a force mode in this one, or was there not? No, not in this one. Nah. No, so, yeah, no. I couldn't remember that. But yeah, the bowling I remember doing. Yeah, a lot of and it, that game was the the bowling was so successful from this that they actually made it into a mobile game. They point. did. They did yeah. because it's awesome. And it you basically good. like with this, the pins are high hatchy's head. I was like, yeah. that's it's like the physics like, on that was always really fun as well. Like, because every character has a different power level as well. So like, it's quite, it's, it's quite in depth for a, just a funny little throwaway minigame. And you can amazing. Because if you play as a robot, you just aim it with the, with the, you get a crosshairs if you play as a robot. It's, yeah, you play as a robot, you yeah, come with a cro- cro- crosshair. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like Jack, or uh, you can just automatically line up. That was I, one of the funniest bits about that game. Definitely. I thought they brought it back for Tekken Tag Tournament too. Obviously they didn't. Yeah. Oh, um, they should have. I thought it's own game. (laughs) Well, I think they've only it's only been in so it's been in Tekken Tag Tournament, the bot, the app, Mm. Tekken Five Dark Resurrection, and Tekken Seven. Oh, Dark Resurrection! That was a good one. I had that one. PSP. That was a good one. You know, Dark Resurrection was a good one, but Five five is the last one I really, I really got into. Like yeah. it's a it's a silly game. It is a very silly game. There was no need for them to put this in at all. Like no one, no, no one asked for it. No one wanted. No one, yeah, no one asked or wanted it, right? But the moment they put it in, it was like this is this is incredible. Great, yeah. This is so much fun. And again, it just especially takes... with the big roster, yeah, like that. that is, yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those things. Like you're never going to see something like this again, and it's never going to hit as hard because of what. It, because of the era it came out in and just the time it came out, it was all just perfect timing. Yeah, it's just, exactly. Yeah, you, sometimes you get like, you know, like a man of his time, like at the right place at the right time. And that's what Tekken Tag Tournament is. It's just like, it's just a capstone. Like it's like, it's it's at the perfect year as well. It's at 2000. It's at the turn of the, the, the 21st century. Yeah. Ushering in a new era of fighting games being mediocre, <laughs> mediocre after its wake. <laughs> Yeah, and this is the thing you basically you're like, oh yeah, the PS2. Look at the power. Look at this new game of Tekken Tag Tournament. Let's play oh, bowling. It looked beautiful. Yeah, and bo- bowling. but it, it did look the bowling looked great. Yeah, it did. It could have been. It could have been a really shit shit throwaway thing because I don't like the Tekken Force games. I hate the Tekken Force games. Yeah, the, I mean it's I cool that it's there, but going back to it, it's not fun. But no, when it, I was it, a kid, I loved it. But not now playing it because obviously. That's the thing, like, because obviously recently I've been playing a lot of fighting games, so the, the PS1 re- uh, fighting games retrospective I'm doing, and it's like a lot of fighting games are very bare bones and boring, just arcade mode versus mode, you know, some wouldn't even have team battle or any story or anything, and it's like Tekken was very good at adding t- substantive extra content. Obviously there was ones that maybe did it a little bit better, like Bloody Raw or 
you know, rival mm. schools, which actually had like a proper story mode, which I'm always a sucker for in fighting games. But Tekken's, I think Tekken and this one especially lives or dies on the fact that it's just fucking fun to play it. Yeah, that's what I got when I played it uh, yesterday again for the first time in a while. I was just like, it doesn't matter that there's not much to this. It's only really an arcade mode and unlocking characters and yeah. bowling. It doesn't matter because the gameplay is so fucking fun. You don't care because yeah. there's not many games where it, you know, there's it's not many features. There's not much to do, but you don't care because it's just so good. Yeah, like gameplay. Usually, I'm not a very gameplay focused person. Usually, with stuff. Like usually I like have a bit of story and like you know, but like with Tekken, it's just gameplay is king. It rules. I mean, it, yeah, and it does. And smooth, again, smooth as bar. Because this is the it, 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 it PC is like upscale Tekken three, and we've we've said that numerous times. But yeah, there isn't much to it, but it doesn't matter because it's still so much fun. You can get hours like you could be done with this really quick, or you could be never coming off. And I think that's the beauty of this game. And I think it achieved it so well. And it was such a hit for Sony that they were like, this was very smart. Like I put Tekken Tag Tournament 1 as one of the best launch titles ever. Like ever. It's up there. It's up there with Super Mario World. It's up there with Breath of Fire. It's up there with Super Mario 64 or Mario 64. It's up there because... Wipeout. (laughs) Fuck off, Wipeout. I love Wipeout. Wipeout's great. That was a good launch stuff. Ridge Racer. It's no, don't. No, not 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 this level. Don't stop. Oh, they're not at all. No. But it was um like I I I love this. Like I've got nothing else more to say about this, but what about you? No, I I think I think we covered any everything. I mean, it was it is just I mean, what well, let's do some closing thoughts. So going Close. back to it, what did you what did you feel? Love it. Still love it. It's, it's still great. It's still it's still plays amazing it's still it's just fun it's just pure gaming yeah it, it's it is it it burns down what gaming is about you know to an et to like a, a fine point an essence it's just gotta be you know like the old quote from emo game was it get the game should just be fun yeah and this was the last game, game I, be fun. this essentially i think was one of the last games i played i think I did play some Tekken 5 co-op as well. Like not co-op, but, you know, couch. Yeah, bit, I played a bit of 5. Yeah, but, quite a bit of 5 with my brother. Again, we got this, back into it for a little bit. This was the last one that me and my brother religiously played, like, together. This was oh, the yeah. last one. Oh, we'd, um, what we'd do it, we'd stay up all night trying to unlock all the characters and then, like, trying to figure out all the, all the how to unlock all the different things, all the secrets and whatnot. Not yeah. as many as free, but they're still still stuff to be done there's still stuff to be done and again yeah i loved it being so up. much fun um, oh, well, i remember there was days my brother what he used to do is because a lot of his friends were all into fighting games and fifa so we used to have all of his mates around. there'd be like 10 of us and we'd just be doing <clears throat> handoff sessions of you know just uh, whoever wins stays on and just see who like got the most wins and stuff yeah usually would be my brother or, or me actually at the end i got quite good <laughs> with king i got beast with king at one point See, we need to. We need me and you need to play. When we meet one day, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll whip out the Tekken tags. We'll yeah, we we'll have to we'll record it. We'll see who wins. I'll get so, my second channel one day for uh, vloggy stuff. <laughs> just yeah, just forget, just for tech. Always is just Tekken. So, if you had to rate this out of ten, what are you giving it? Ten. Ten. Now, I'm yeah. not going to give it a ten. I'm going go nine. I'm going to go nine, and there's there's a reason for this, and that is simple. For it was the first PS. Two game, yeah. Two derivative, maybe. 
No, no. Well, look, I say it because the PS2 later on produced much better things, whereas Tekken 3 was the best of the PS1. It was at near the end of the PS1's life cycle. This yeah. wasn't, this was the beginning of the PS2's life cycle. So a lot of the developers, mm. you know, still working on it. Tekken 5, you look at this scale, it was a much, 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 yeah. Mwah, chef's kiss when we do Tekken. Tekken 5 is getting a, yeah, bleh. Tekken 5 is getting a 10. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. But, the, the also thing is that this thing didn't have um, endings, which was kind of a staple of the funny thing Tekken has. And yeah. that just for those two reasons, the lack of endings and the fact that we got better looking Tekkens later was the yeah. reason I'm like, I can't give this a 10. But apart from I that, it's, a, it's still a great game. Yeah, I think I'm giving it a 10 based on uh, memory and, and what uh, context I play this game in, which is just multiplayer usually because it's got all the characters. So yeah. if, if you're going to play a Tekken, uh, as much as I love free, it will always be tag because of all the characters because it's the same game as three with all the extra characters from one and two so that's that's why it's for me because that's the one I always go to always go back to and that's fair enough well yeah. my friend it's been a great pleasure having you on once again i always love when you come on the show it's good fun bring all the sex jokes and uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, get you cancelled <laughs> it's a raging clue oh you're giving me a raging, raging. clue no, don't worry. We're not going anywhere. We're honest guys, not the completionist. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> no, no, we'll tell you we're bad people. Oh, yeah, we will. We pretend we're nice. <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, we're just pricks. We'll tell you we're pricks. <laughs> you know, they're always like, oh, he's such a nice guy. I was just like, they're, they're dickheads. It's like, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah did we yeah. ever tell you any other boys? No, exactly. No, we didn't. All right, so I am. You get off my show. Be, be a prick as always, and I'll see you next time. You're that beautiful. And that was episode 103 of Tekken Tag Tournament. I hope everybody enjoyed it, and thank you for sticking around and getting through the whole show. Thank you very much to Jake once more. I can't wait to have you on again, because you are like a brother to me. And if you are looking for Jake's channel, you'll find it in the description below. Please go over and give it a sub. It's growing, 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 which is what we like to see. Next week, I had confirmed this a few days ago, I think a few years ago, it will be Breath of Fire. Breath of Fire with Captain N, it will be episode 104, which technically could be the two-year anniversary of the show. I don't know. But until then, you all take care of yourself. My name's been Danny. Have a nice week. Bye-bye.